Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We are now into our third episode of our series called The Power of Routine. And this uh, discipline that we're going to talk about today is one that is practiced pretty much all the time, but we want to talk, discuss how do we implement this as our way in order to get closer to God, to hear His voice more clear, so that we can operate as those kingdom citizens that are rightly following and doing what has been entrusted for us to do by the King. So what we're going to be, the point that we're going to be talking about today, we've, in uh, episode one, we talked about the solid foundation, which was Bible reading. Then we talked about communication is the key, which was last week. We talked about communication is the key, and we talked about prayer. This week, we're talking about the focus, the focus. And as we talk about the focus, we're going to be talking about the discipline of fasting. And we know that Jesus not only showed us how to fast, he even said that his fo uh, followers would fast. So if we're followers of Christ, if we're disciples of Christ, that should be something that is part of our regimen. The, the premise of fasting is fasting draws us closer to God by starving our flesh and feeding our spirit. So we fast to help us focus on God and the things of his kingdom. Thus, why we call this episode the focus. And the reason it is called the focus is because we all do fasting. However, in order for us to move just from the mental clarity that fasting brings, just for the uh, physical discipline that fasting brings, we also have to be focused in order to bring the spiritual clarity that fasting brings. There is a very significant point when we talk about fasting. Again, fasting is something that is good for our bodies. It's good for our minds. And if we are doing the right focus, it's good for our spirit. So let me step back for a moment and just talk about, since we're talking about the power of routine, remember the word power is talking about the ability to do or act, the capability of doing or accomplishing something. The word routine or the, the meaning behind routine is a customary or regular course of procedure. Uh, something, that is that, that, uh, something that is done regularly or at special intervals and typical or an everyday activity, something that is done and the ability to do what that is that needs to be done. So the point of routine today is talking about fasting. Now, 
We, some of us have, uh, how I want to say it, some of us have uh, issue with fasting. Some of us have medical conditions, medical situations that cause us to have issues with not eating. Uh, so it's hard for us to fast. Now, when I'm talking about fasting, I'm talking about not eating for eating food for a period of time. I understand that there are different types of fasts that people participate in. And we're going to kind of bump that a little bit, but that's really not where we are talking about today. We're talking today about the fact that we need to make of fasting a routine in our lives. It needs to be something that we do. It needs to be something that happens at regular intervals. It's something that can become a typical activity or an everyday activity if we want, but it has to be done, should be done, because Jesus said that his followers will be those that fast. Now, we're going to look at a scripture that uh, <laughs> that uh, okay, let's go on into it. We're going into Matthew, the fourth chapter, starting at the first verse, and we're going to go through the fourth verse. It says, Then Jesus, this is uh, English Standard Version, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Father, we thank you for your word. May it fall upon the good soil of our hearts in Jesus' name. So as we look at this Matthew, the fourth chapter, and these couple of verses, I, I just want to delve into it so that we can build it up to where we need to go. So Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. The whole purpose of this was for him to, be, to validate the declaration that God had made, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased in, out of the third chapter. It says, and the devil came, and his first question is, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. The first thing that he challenges is the thing that God declared. Doesn't it, does that sound familiar to anybody? How about the Eve? Did God say? Now, he said, if you are the son of God, then command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus said, it is written that men should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So let's look at this very simply that Jesus was hungry because it said in verse number two, after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I don't know if you have ever 
not had food for 40 days or 40 nights. I don't know if some of y'all have gone, you know, 40 minutes without eating something. That was a funny. But what I want, want to say is some of us have known what it's like to not have food at our regular intervals that we have it. But to intentionally go without in order so that you can focus more clearly upon God leading you and guiding you causes a different aspect to occur in your life. We know that because of the, the uh, preservatives, because of all the things that they put into our food, that it's good sometimes to go without eating because it allows the body to flush some of the contaminants out of our bodies. It allows our mind to clear up because all the contaminants are being flushed out of our bodies. That's why a lot of times when focus, people go on an absolute fast, the first two or three days their body, uh, like the second or third day, their body is like, ah, oh, the head is hurting, parts of them are hurting because the body is able to cleanse out all those impurities and now it's trying to reset your body back into the stable level without those impurities inhibiting that process. So with that being said, so there's a good physical reason for fasting, there's a good mental uh, reason for fasting, it provides clarity of the mind. But if we focus too much on just trying to get this physical clarity, this mental clarity, we miss the trueness of what fasting is all about. Fasting is, as a disciple, fasting is about starving our flesh in order to feed our spirit. Because we have so many things that are coming at us in daily life and it's pressure that we forget we are first and foremost people of God's kingdom. And we need to let, we need to focus our attention on who God is and his desire for us to go forward and to put aside the distractions and listen to the voice of the Lord. One of the things that I, I noticed that if, as, as you start doing longer uh, lengths of time of fasting, that because your body is really cleansing itself, your body really doesn't want to do a lot of things. Your body's just like, you know what? I'm just going to rest. And I, and it's, it's so easy to be able to focus. So what a lot of recommendations are, if you're doing an absolute fast, that the time that you would be doing eating, prepping, and all the other stuff, is that's the time that you use in order to pray, in order to read your Bible, in order to just spend time and meditating on God, because it causes some things to happen in your spirit that will bring you closer to God, that you will hear clearer 
and as I said, your body's already doing, going through this cleansing process. Your mind is going through this cleansing process. A lot of the things that's trying to bombard you don't even have an effect anymore because you're like, I don't want to deal with those things. But you're able to focus on those spiritual things. And the focus is finding the time to focus on those spiritual things that cause you to grow. So we we have to think of fasting in as a disciple is how we can get this greater connection to what God is doing in the earth and what God de desires for us to do in the earth. Now, the example that I have here is that the, the, the things in your house work because of electricity. Electricity is an invisible power that gives you visible privileges. It turns the lights on, it turns the TV on, turns the toaster on, turns the oven on. All the stuff is working in your house because you've got one invisible power shooting through there called electricity. But none of those things work even though they have access to electricity until you flip on a switch. So we got to make a connection before the stuff that's there works. So we have to turn on the switch. Our body is prepared because our body's cleansing, our mind is being cleansed. So then we have to switch on the, the connector, the switch, and connect into God so we can clearly hear what he's saying. All the, the craziness of our mind is, is settled, of our body is settled, and we can hear and focus more intensely on what it is that God desires for us to do in the earth. And as we do that, it becomes clear to us what our directions are, what we should be doing, and we should want to do that because we want to be that good kingdom citizen so that God can be glorified. So, I'm going to drop this in your lap and I want you to catch hold of it. The reason we're doing the power of routine is because we have as we have as much of God right now as we actually want. And I want us to, those of us that have been saying that I want more, I want to put you into the place where you hear that if you want more, these are the things that you need to do. You need to uh, have that solid foundation of the Bible reading. You need to come, uh, Communicate. Communication is the key, which is prayer. And you need to be focused. That is the fasting. That is disciplining this body to conform so that you can hear what God is saying to you. And it also causes other health benefits to the body, to the mind. But the most important part of this is the fact that it is now leading you to this point whereby you can see 
and hear God speaking to you without all the external noise coming in because it's being filtered because it doesn't have the same level of intensity into your life. There's a old old saying uh, I think it said it said the Indians have this saying that everyone inside of them has a good wolf and has a bad wolf. And the question always was come which one which one grows and the answer always is is the one that you feed. And so when we start feeding the things of our spirit, as we start focusing on God and feeding our spirit those godly things, because it said man does not live upon bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. So as we start living, hearing what God is saying to us, it's encouraging us, it's increasing our faith, and it causes us to go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, because we start having greater confidence in God because we hear His voice so much clearer. So our encouragement to you, our drive towards you is to begin to set up these regular intervals of fasting so that you can hear God clearer, so that you can know his direction stronger, and so that it will increase your faith greater, and then you can do what God has called you to do. Then you can go where God has called for you to go. But always remember, we right now have as much of God as we actually want. So if you want more, then that means you need to do more in order to get more. So we can say we want more, but until we action that, until we do something, then we are actually where we really want to be. There's, a, there's another saying, it says, actions speak louder than words. So what are your actions saying to your mind, to your body, and to your spirit? That uh, video games, that uh, Netflix and chill, that all these things are more important than God? I don't know, I'm just asking you the question. What is more important? And as we start realizing how our priorities are set up, we can begin to move into a direction that actually gives us what we really want, which is to be closer to God and his kingdom so that we know what God is saying and can go in the direction that God is calling. So I mentioned before what about those that have uh, health conditions where they can't go without food? Um, so if you have issues where you can't, you have to have something uh, to eat, first thing I would say is don't eat more than what the doctor has prescribed. I know that might trip some of y'all up. I mean, if he says, you know, for your medicine, for whatever you need to eat, this amount you don't have to eat more than that amount you can eat that amount <laughs> but there are some people what they'll do is they'll fast from television they'll fast from their computer they'll fast from social media anything that causes them physical enjoyment that they will set it aside for a time period and use that time in order to dig in more 
to their Bible reading, to their prayer time, so that they can hear God's voice more because they want more of God in their lives. You know, Paul even said that uh, uh, married couples should fast from sex for a limited time that they may devote themselves to prayer. And so those things that are, I know some folks that when they do fasting, they do an absolute fast. They get their spouse's permission and they do, they don't do anything. They just pretty much lock themselves away and use that time to really focus on what it is that God is saying to them so that they can do it in a way that will cause them to really lock in and beware and do what God has called for them to do during that time period. Now I just want to really just lay this in your lap because I think it is very important. Now Jesus said that we that are his disciples will fast once he leaves. And so that should be something that is a part of our daily lifestyle. It should be a part of how we conduct ourselves. It should be part of, what is another word we could use? Our routine. Something that we do frequently, something that we do on a plan, something that we do in order to bring it about at a predictable or specified intervals. So this is how we should package this situation so that when we are really wanting to get close to God, really wanting to hear God's voice, we should take time to block out everything, food, computers, social media, video, video games, uh, phone games, any type of games, any, just block all that stuff out and just focus in on what God is saying to you. And those of us that have had to study for exams, we, we, we've done something similar where we wouldn't worry about any other subject, just what the topic was for our exam. We would focus on that. We would lock in on that so that we could say, okay, I need to study for this because this is what's paramount in my life right now. And so I want to make sure that I'm prepared for it. That's the same thing we should look at for fasting so that we can clearly hear God's voice in our lives. Taking that time to do it in a way that will set us up in order to be the good kingdom citizens that God desires for us to be. I just want to say one more time that fasting is something that we do. I mean, it's all we talk about intermediate fasting. We talk about all these different ways of fasting, but we're not today. I don't want to talk about the ways. I want to talk about what is our end result. What is our goal? What are we? focused on when we fast. 
And as we're talking about being a disciple of Jesus Christ and fasting, our whole focus should be on hearing the voice of the Father more clearly, being more in tune into what their spirit is guiding us, and having a greater knowledge of who Christ is and what he's done for us so that we can be victorious, more victorious, so that we can increase our faith, so that we can do all the things that God has called for us to do on this earth because we have blocked out all the exterior noise or the food, the, the uh, uh, television, all these things. We're blocking them all out and focusing, locking in on God's word having our dialogue with God, locking it in and not letting anything else block us from locking in on God the Father. That is what we wanted to hit on today, talking about fasting, talking about locking in, talking about maintaining the focus, which is the kingdom of heaven. That should be our focus. God's kingdom and God's throne. That's what we should be focusing on. I pray that this has been an encouragement for you today, that you will lock yourself in, that you will push yourself to even have, uh, have a pursuit to even know more about God and God's desire for you so that you can achieve all that God will have for you to achieve. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then today is a good day to do that. Now we're talking about the benefits of, of fasting and, 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 and all that, but the even greater benefit is accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are delivered, you are uh, saved, you are set free from the penalty of sin. The Bible says that the penalty, the wages of sin is death. So for sin, what you're going to receive is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So accepting Jesus brings us life. And the process for having that life is that you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. Again, it means rescued, delivered from the penalty of sin. In that same little span of scripture, that's Romans the 10th chapter, it says, Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So God's whole thing is that he wants you rescued. And once he rescues you from the penalty of sin, he then helps you to overcome the power of sin as you get to know him better. And one of the ways that we've talked about today to know him better is to take that time to push away from that table, push away from those things, and instead focus on praying, focus on reading your Bible to know who God is in your life. If you have decided today to accept Jesus in your life, this is simply what it requires. That you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. 
and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. That's all it takes quite simply. And if you made that decision today for the very first time, please let us know so that we can give you some additional information to help you along this journey and to also encourage you to stay with God and our family. To be a part of the family of the community of believers so that we can be helpers one of another for God's glory. So we want to encourage you to do that. Please contact us, us at info at godshousecc.com and we will get that additional information to you. Or if you're on the platform, click on that little uh, thing there and it will provide us with some dialogue so that we can uh, start you on your way from that point. And with all that said, we are just excited that you accepted Christ into your life today. And for those, the rest of the family, I am uh, excited also for the fact that we are talking about how to get more focused on Jesus. So how we can get more focused to the voice of God, so that we can get more focused to the leading of the Spirit of God, so that we can stand in the right level, in the right position with Him, and operate as those kingdom citizens that He desires for us to be. With that said, I just want to thank y'all for being a part of God's House Christian Church service today. And we just pray that God's blessings will be upon you this week in Jesus' name.